guys, welcome back to It's a Bit Much podcast with Lauren. I'm in a talkative mood, so let's get this train going. So, I was going to talk about confidence this week, but I have already filmed that, like I already filmed, (laughs) no, recorded, I recorded that podcast and um, I didn't really like the end result. I feel like I need to kind of write down dot points of what I'm going to say because I was just kind of going back and forth and like, just like telling really irrelevant stories to like, I was all over the place. The podcast was literally all over the place. So I think I'll do the confidence. No, I will. I will do the confidence podcast next week. But um, a lot of you on the It's A Bit Much um, podcast Instagram, when I posted, like, what do you guys want to hear about? Post, um, not posted. You guys asked if I could talk about, like, moving out of house, like, out out of house. Um, If I, um, oh, my God, why am I, all my words are muddled. If I could talk about moving out of home and like university and like moving away and like all all the adult stuff that I hate. <laughs> so I think I'll do that this week because I was talking about it to myself for a good solid like two hours the other day. To myself, obviously. Duh. Is it really a podcast if I don't mention like at least like twice that I've been talking to myself? No. It really isn't. Also, this is week four. Week four. I've done four podcasts. I have done this for a month. That is amazing to me. I never follow through with anything. So, guys, fingers crossed. This big things are coming with this podcast. I can just feel it in my fingers. Or as Kath and Kim will say, I feel it in me waters. If you're not Australian, you will not understand that, which from the statistics, a lot of you aren't Australian, but... um. If you don't get it, look up Kath and Kim. It's really funny, but it's really Aussie humour. Like, I was literally, like, I feel like every Aussie person's, like, raised off Kath and Kim. It's very, like, early 2000s, but it's, like, real Aussie humour. So, go watch that if you didn't understand the reference. (laughs) Here comes the fucking burps. I swear, I have not burped all fucking day. And you know what? The second I, two minutes in, and my, my stomach is burp, burp, burp. What the fuck is it? I don't, honestly, it must be like, an, oh, I would say it's nervous burps, but I'm not nervous. Why would I be fucking nervous? Anyway, I don't get it. But um, my mum and little brother Harry are not in the house right now, so I have free range to just yell and talk all the amount of shit I want, and they can't even hear me. But um, yeah, so I'm excited. So let me talk. Talk about moving out, yeah. Also, I'm going to be doing, like, topics each episode because I was listening back to my other episodes, my other episodes, like, there's, like, three other episodes, and they are just, like, all over the place. (laughs) They're just, like, look, I know I like podcasts that are, like, all over the place and I like it like that, and I'm not saying that every week's going to be, like, strict one topic. Like, no, like... I'll probably still rant on about, like, 20 different things in this podcast, as I usually do. But it's just, like, so all out over the place. Like, I usually don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, the only ones I've really listened to is, like, Call Her Daddy and um, Emma Chamberlain's one and um, this other one from this girl on TikTok called Grace. It's called Bad Choices. It's really good. You should listen to it. Um, But that's about the only podcast I've really ever listened to. And I don't listen to them a lot. 
So I was like listening to, uh, I think it was Emma's and Grace's and they have like topics for each week. And I was like, that's actually a pretty good idea because then I can like talk about lots of things that go under that topic. Because each week I have like, I struggle with what I want to talk about or like, I'm like, because I've got like so many thoughts going through my brain. Like I have too much to talk about where I'm like, I don't know what to talk about. So I think if I have like a topic each week and I then I can like bridge off under that topic, it'll be like good, you know, good for my organization skills. But talking about Call Her Daddy, I have not listened to Call Her Daddy for like ages just because I saw like on TikTok, like an influx of like hate towards it. And then I was like, because I used to live by like Call Her Daddy and don't get me wrong, like some parts of Call Her Daddy are good and they're funny and like Alex has done a a great job with her podcast but um how am I gonna put this um if you haven't heard Call Her Daddy it's mainly about a girl called Alex and in the beginning it was also another girl uh, I forgot her name but um (laughs) but um they just like talk about their like sex experiences and like boy experiences and like shit like that you know and it's like the whole point was to empower women to like treat boys like they treat us like shit they boys treat us like shit and it's mainly to like take back the power of us and like sex and stuff which sounds amazing sounds great we love to hear it but some of the things they say are just really really toxic like they're just like they're not doing they're doing less good than they think they are so that's why I kind of like and now I have literally like every time I try and watch Call of Daddy I can't think of anything else like I'm like this is actually so toxic but it is entertaining but I have not watched it or listened to it in like ages but yeah that's I don't know why I went on a tangent about that anyway um oh also what I wanted to talk about this week is like I I don't know if this is just me or if this is like everyone but and like like don't get me wrong this happens always at the start of the year and I feel like everyone goes through this like stage at the start of the year where they just like fall into a slump and it's kind of like you feel unmotivated and you just feel tired and bored and you're just like unstimulated really and I think that's really because you're like on the come down from all of the like holidays like we had like all the Christmas and like holiday religion holidays and you had like New Year's and you're like uh, Thanksgiving you like you have all these holidays and then like there's just like nothing (laughs) so like you're kind of like on the way down from that all that high so and I know that's normal but mine it's just been so much worse these last few weeks like I am so unmotivated and so tired all the time I'm so tired like I literally have no motivation to like do anything and like get out of bed do any exercise like I'm a person who's like especially within the last year I hate not doing stuff like I hate not getting up at like a reasonable hour like I like getting up at like nine is like my max if I like, if I don't get up before nine a.m., I'm in bed all day. Like, if that makes sense. Like, I like getting up and like, I like exercising and I like, you know, doing something during the day, even if it's like small stuff, like doing the laundry. But like, lately, I've just been so unmotivated to do anything, and I just feel so much guilt. And like, I don't even know where this pressure of the guilt is coming from. I don't know if it's like my subconscious, like, or I don't know what the fuck. All I do is, like, the same shit every day. And, like, I think it's also because I don't have, like, a job 
at the moment, like a job job, like in retail or hospitality. So I'm just like bored and like feel like there's no purpose in life. Wow, that got deep really fast. But I feel like I've just got like no purpose at the moment. And I'm like so like bleh all the time, even though I want to do stuff. I want to go out and exercise. I want. It's also very, very hot here in Australia or where I live anyway at the moment. It's like almost like 35 high 30 degrees like every day if you're like American that's really hot in Australia that's like really really hot I don't know Fahrenheit you guys are weird with the Fahrenheit but I know convert it in Google I don't know it's really hot so obviously with that weather I don't want to fucking go outside and like go for a run like no fucking thank you I'll probably die from heat exhaustion so I've been like trying to get out of bed and trying to not lay in bed all day which is so weird because I used to like in like year 12 or like even like the first year out of like high school and like I used to just like lay in bed all day and not care like I would not feel guilty about it at all especially if it was a really hot day or even a rainy day like I would not feel guilty I'd just like lay in bed like and not even think about it but for some reason within the last year I just feel so guilty if I don't do something during the day Even if it's something small, even if I just like dance in my room for like 15 minutes, like I feel like I'm doing something, but if I, I don't know, it's like weird. Like, does anyone else have this? Like, am I just fucking weird and have weird coping mechanisms? Um, But then I've also like realized because I don't have like a hospitality job or anything anymore, like I have no like job to go to, which I'm very used to. I think I talked about this last episode. Yes, I did. Like I have had a job like, since I was 11 years old, so I'm, like, in this, like, this is the first time I haven't had a job, so I'm just kind of in this, like, stage where I'm, like, in a slump, I'm, like, what the fuck do I do with myself all day, um, I know people, like, get a hobby, and, like, I have a shit ton of hobbies, like, this podcast is a hobby, and I'm still doing it, I can paint, I can do shit, like, there's stuff I want, I can do, I have hobbies, but I have no motivation to do the hobbies, (laughs) like, that's my struggle, and, like, I don't know, it's, like, I love routine, and but then I also hate it. Like, I get so bored with routine, and I feel stuck when I'm in a routine, and I feel, like, unstimulated. But, like, also I hate change, and I hate not having a routine, or I hate not having a plan, at least. I'm so fucking weird. Like, it's, like I feel like people are like this, but then I've never heard people talk about this. Because I have friends who, like, are just so go with the flow. They, like, they don't feel guilty if they don't do anything all day. They just, like... Or they, like, you know, take days, like, every day as it comes, which I envy because I wish I was like that. But, like, they're really, like, you know, like, um, spontaneous and just, like, they'll just go on random trips or, like, or they'll just, I don't know, what what else is spontaneous? But, <laughs> but they're just so, like, tr- relaxed about life and I like, wish I had that. But, like, I try to be like that, but then I get anxiety because I'm like, well, there's no plan. What are we doing? What's going on? We're going to waste the day if we don't do something. I'm just a fucking control freak. Um, but then I try not to be a control freak because I can feel myself being a control freak. And I'm like, well, Lauren, like, relax. It's very exhausting, my brain. Um, but then, like, I'm like, well, we're just on a floating rock in the middle of space with no real purpose. Wow, that was depressing. Guys, we all have a purpose, Okay. You make your own purpose in life. I'm not meaning to be depressive. Like, your life doesn't have a purpose. You make your own purpose in life, huh? Okay? Your life matters. Don't leave us. Okay? Every life matters. 
all lives matter. Oh, ew, gross. Okay, scratch that I ever said that. No, I did not just say that. No, I didn't. Guys, don't, no. Wow, now, oh, <laughs> ew, I just icked myself. Um, so I really don't know how to get out of this funk that I'm in. It's very annoying. I hate not doing things. Like, I really, like, when my dad was, like, my age, he travelled around, well, he didn't travel around Australia. He went up to the top of Australia, like, Cairns, and I, like, with his girlfriend at the time. Um, and he, like, always, like, showed me the photo albums from that time, and that just looks so fun, and I so wanted to do that. But I don't have a boyfriend to go with, and I am too scared to go alone, and none of my friends would want to come with me on a spontaneous, like, trip up to the top of Queensland or, like, to Perth or something. Like, no one I know, like, they all have jobs. They're actual functioning, functioning adults, and they can't do that. Like, they would love to, but they can't do it. So, fuck. And plus, I would need to, like, buy a new car because my car's a shitty car. Anyway. So I want to do that. And I like I'm like taking like a gap year because I want I'm not a gap year from uni I'm still doing uni, but like from working I just want to have like freedom to like roam around and do whatever I want without the, like the tying down of like work for just like one year. But yeah, actually no fuck it I'll do it whatever. It will all work itself out. That's the one thing I learned like you're on the right path, like you're not. That you're not, you're never not on the right path. You're always on the right path. Like the universe is like sending you the, on the right path. Like it's okay. Like I will eventually make it out of this and I'll learn something from the experience and everything teaches you a lesson, everything. And like whatever's meant for you, it will find you and you'll, you're on the right path all the time. I just said that like five times, but you get the fucking point. It's like the year of like experiencing things, quote Kylie Jenner 2017, um, if you guys remember that. It was 2017 or was it 2016? I don't remember. No one cares about Kylie here, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> um, remember that phase when her and Kendall were like icons? Like it was like the King Kylie phase and then Kendall was like just Kendall. And they like came up with merch and it was like Kylie and Kendall, like I bought that merch. I am ashamed to, I will admit, I spent money on Kylie and Kendall merch. And you know what? I think I still have the shirt. And you know what? It kind of slaps. So there's that little information for you. <laughs> now, onto the actual topic of today's episode. Um, moving out. Now, I got a lot of kind of the same questions. There's a lot of like, just tell us your experience and like, why do you moved out? And why did you want to move out? And uh, where did you, I'm not going to tell you where I moved out because that is not a good idea. I don't want to get stalked. Not that, not saying that you guys would stalk me, but there is some fucking weirdos on the planet. Okay. So I'm not going to like expose myself for where I live. Um, and then it's like, oh, how did you choose your like course? What course are you doing? What uni? Like I'm also, and also not saying what uni I go to because that is also just not a good idea and it will expose where I live. So... <laughs> not doing that and then they're like stuff about roommates and then shit okay so I'm gonna get started so I moved out when I was 17 turning 18 so I turned 18 in May and I moved out in the start I moved out in January or the start of February it was the start of February I moved out so I was still 17 and 
I moved out the like only a few months after high school finished. So then I didn't have a gap year. I was going to go straight to uni. Um, it was really an impulse. Like my ATAR, if you're like Australian, you know what ATARs are. But um, if you're from America, the way and how do I explain ATAR? So an ATAR is kind of like a score. Like at the end of year 12, you do a big exam on like all of your subjects and you get like a score and it's usually really shit score. <laughs> like it also, like there's like other matters that like depend. Oh, what does this make sense? And it also like is determined by like what school you go to, what area, like you get extra ATAR points if you're from like a rural school, like a rural, rural school. I don't fucking know how to say it or whatever. Like Anyway, it's really hard to get like a really high ATAR and the higher the ATAR you get like depends on what course you can get into in uni. So my ATAR was 60, which is not bad, but it's also not like, it's just average. So I could, I could get into the degree I wanted. I was going to do journalism. Um, like I'm just doing two degrees. I was doing a Bachelor of Journalism and a Bachelor of um, Communication and Media, which I still do. So... So I never really wanted to go to uni, but also I never really knew what I wanted to do. The only thing I wanted to really do at that time was be um, a public relations manager, officer, or do something within marketing. And for some reason, they said that I have to do journalism as well to get into that for some reason. I think it's because it had like a major in marketing and you can't do a marketing subject. So you have to do like and, like, journalism does kind of go into, like, the whole PR thing. So it was, like, it was okay. So I did a year of journalism, but then I decided I hated it because I didn't want to do journalism. But my, oh, my, you learn a lot about journalism in that year. Um, journalism is exactly how you would expect it to be. Some people, it's, like, one of those subjects where you're, like, some, you're either cut out for it or you're not. I was not, I hate public speaking. I hate public speaking. I have social anxiety. So it was like literally the worst thing ever. For me, I don't know why I thought I would be good at it, but <laughs> it was not that bad. If you cut out for it, you cut out for it. But everything pretty much they say about journalism is correct. They will do anything for a story, but I do sympathize with it, with the fact that um, not all of the stories that you hear are 100% inaccurate because that is actually illegal. But um, they do have really heavy deadlines, so they do have to, like, get stories. And, like, you just, like, you just sympathise with the journalists every now and again, you know? Like, they, they have jobs. They, they have incomes they need. So they will do anything for a story. Anyway, so I did journalism for a year, hated it. So I dropped journalism and was just doing communication and media, which we call BCM. So if I say BCM, that's what I mean. Um... And then, so yeah, I dropped out journalism because I hated it. Um, so I continued to do my BCM like subject, and which you know comes the media, and um, did a major in marketing. So I was still on the track to do PR or marketing. Look, I liked marketing. I was actually really good at it. I got really high marks in marketing, but at Especially last year, I dropped out of marketing around April. Um, I wasn't in the right mindset to continue. Like, marketing was really hard. And I'm not a very um, 
educational person. <laughs> like, I, I look, I like learning things. I like facts and, like, uh, you know, I like reading facts. I like literally watch documentaries and, like, learn shit for fun. Like, that's what I do. Like, I love it. I love learning things. But I hate school. So <laughs> I hate being forced to learn things, if that makes sense. Um, so I just was not enjoying it. I was really um, not in a good place mentally. So I was just, like, being really... Oh, hold up. My brother has returned. I can no longer yell. But anyway, um, I, yeah, it was just like not in the play. I was really low on motivation and just could not be fucked to do it. There was like marketing had a lot, I had a heavy workload, which I suck to keep up with. Like I like having a balance between my social life, work and um, uni and at that point uni was taking over like all of my lives so this may sound like stupid but like I as I said I'm not a very like educational like I don't like school so like when the fact it was like taking over my whole fucking life I hated it and I started to resent it and started to like slack off essentially um so and then I realized I actually don't even want to do marketing. Like I just couldn't see myself working in an office or working in marketing. So I just decided to drop it. And I picked up um, art instead. So I picked up creative art, um, visual arts, and I'm still doing BCM. So I decided to continue doing BCM because I'm, I only got like a year left in the subject. So I was like, oh, I may as well like continue on. And then I'll... I was going to pick up maybe education or something after BCM was done. So essentially I'm going to be at uni for about another 10 years. Um, (laughs) But yeah, in the long run, I just want to be like an art teacher essentially because I like art. I was really good at art in school, in high school. I got like the highest in my year in like I got first place in art. So I was like, um, especially in art theory, I love art theory and I love like explaining art theory so I was like I would like to teach that to high school students or teach it wherever or, or I don't know work in the museum or something be a tour guide I don't fucking know but do something with art you know so that was that's my course information that's where I'm at at the moment uni has not started back up again yet it starts in March and I think I'm pretty sure but um Yes, that's where I'm at with my course information, if you wanted to know that. I know this episode might be really boring, but because essentially I'm just talking about my fucking self for like a whole however long this is going to This probably be the longest episode I've done because um, as we all know, I like to talk. But essentially what, I, what I'm trying to get from this course information is you will pick and choose. Don't go into uni expecting, especially if you weren't really sure that you wanted to go to uni, um, you will probably drop out or you'll drop subjects or you'll change your degree a few times. Like, don't go in expecting to say stay the same degree the entire time because it probably won't happen. You'll fall out of the passion that you once had for that degree or it'll be too hard or, like, I don't know, something will happen. Also, if you don't want to go to uni, don't go to uni. Defer a few years. Go as a mature age student. And, like, especially, all right, I'm talking from Australia viewpoint. Just go when you're older. Like, you don't have to go to uni straight out of high school. There's other options. There's other avenues you can go down. It's also, like, the time where you're, like, the youngest. So, like, even if you just want to, like, get, like, a casual job and just, like, fuck around for a few years, do that. Like, don't feel stuck 
just because you have to go to like you feel like you have to go to uni even if your parents are like well you have to go to uni like if your parents are like strict and like are like expecting you to go to uni like I know a few people who their parents are like really like expecting them to go to uni and do well in uni or like do law or do like be a doctor or something like if that's not you I would just flat I like I know that you don't want to disappoint your parents but like you're gonna disappoint your parents regardless your parents are always going to have a higher expectation of you because they're your parents. They want the higher expectation. So just, I would flat out tell them like, hey, look, I'm not ready for it. This is not me. I don't want to do this. I This is my life. You brought me into this world. So I get to choose what life I get, right? So let me just be, let me just live the life I want for the moment. And if you get into that, if you go into uni later on in life, you do. If you don't, you don't. Like you will always somehow fall on your feet always as I said at the beginning you're on the right path all the time if you feel like uni's not your path uni's not your path it might be later on down the road but it also might not be so it's okay now talking about uni life so I moved to a uni town it's I call it a uni town because it's a small city where I live it's like a small city but like it has it's only really become a city because of the uni. So it has a large population of like uni students and it's now like an up and coming like city. So I call it like a uni town. Um, look, it is literally the best decision I've ever made. I love uni and I loved, I especially loved my first year. I'm not really counting last year because I wasn't like last year, obviously with COVID and stuff, it wasn't the same as the first year. But I'm sure if COVID didn't exist, last year would have just been just as good as the first year. Now, the first year is always the best. It, it, it will literally be your best year. It really is just a year where you just fuck around and get drunk all the time. <laughs> like, you meet all these new people, you meet people, they go out all the time. Like, expect that, especially if you're moving to another place. You don't know anyone or you don't know a lot of people. Like when I moved, I literally knew no one. I moved down there knowing absolutely no one. Um, the only person I knew is like my best friend, but she also moved down um, a, month or, a month or two before, uh, after I did. Emily, if you're listening, this is about you. Um, but yes, so we both didn't even know anyone down there. So we both had to learn how to meet people from scratch. Um, we both lived on uni campuses, so, so she lived on one uni accommodation, I lived in another, so we weren't even together, so we both had to meet people separately. So 100% I recommend living in a uni accommodation for the first year. Even if you want the second year, yes, but first year 100% move into a uni accommodation, especially if you're moving to another place where you don't know anyone. You will meet so literally all of my friends I know now. I met through like two years on. I know them from um, my uni accommodation, which I'm going to call Bob because it's just like easier to say. I'm not going to say the actual name of my uni accommodation because then you'll freaking figure out where I live. Uh, maybe not, but I'm still going to call it Bob. Um, so I lived on Bob. I met, I would say, a good 60% of my friends now from that like first week of living in Bob. Like I moved down there, didn't know anyone. Within the first like few days, I had a friend group. Like I, I, I will admit I was really lucky and some people it's not easy to make friends. But as I said before, I had social anxiety. Like 
I find it really hard to meet new people, or especially back then I found it really hard to meet new people because when you think about it, you've lived what I did. I lived in the same area my whole life. Everyone I knew knew each other. We all knew each other. I had known them pretty much my entire life. I wasn't used to meeting new people, and especially with social anxiety, you don't want to meet new people. You get anxious. I didn't know how to meet new people. I didn't know how to talk to people. And still to this day, I struggle with trying to talk to people. But when I say it gets better, it gets easier. I literally had to force myself to be confident and meet people that first like that first year and the first week. Like I still do have to sometimes. And you just get so used to meeting people all the time. Like the first first few months when you meet new people, you're usually drunk. <laughs> like well I was anyway. Like and for most unis, you're going to be drunk when you first meet people because you meet people at pre's, you meet people at parties. But then usually you, well, I hope, you start to hang out with them more and more and then you hang out with them like like sober and then you like become friends. I also, I and like I encourage you to like try and get into like group chats before you move down or like when you move down, like try and get into as many group chats with like people from your accommodation as you can or in your degree because that's also how you meet friends. Like I, as I said, I moved down there and I didn't know anyone, but I had talked to a girl who, um, who was living in the same accommodation as me on, um, on Facebook, I think, um, before I moved down. Yeah, and on the first day, we became, like, best friends. Like, it was, like, it was, like, so easy. And then we met the same people and we were in the same group and then, like, it was chill. So I really do suggest to try and talk to people, like, through Facebook or Instagram or in group chats before you move down because then you, like, you kind of have some sort of, like, friend to lean off, I guess. So the first year, yeah, is, like, a lot of um, partying, a lot of drinking. You don't really... I mean, I didn't really pay attention to my uni course because also I didn't want to do my uni course. So if you have a passion, like if you have a passion for your uni course, you're obviously going to do well in your uni course and you just have to try and balance out the party and the social life with your uni work because obviously you're paying a lot of money to be there so you may as well do good in it. But yeah, it's just a lot of meeting a lot of new people um, which is always fun. And I, I know to some people it's really daunting to meet, meet new people. It definitely still is for me to meet new people, but you just grow a confidence with yourself, um, which is easier said than done. But the more you meet new people, the more you get like confident with meeting new people. So really my like advice on meeting new people is be the loudest, most positive, most happiest version of yourself when you meet someone. Like, I literally used to, like, stand in the corner and just, like, not talk to anyone. If I, like, was at a party, I didn't know anyone. But now I literally like, walk in a room and, like, I try and talk to everyone, even though I don't want to. But, you you know, you just try and be really happy, very positive. Like, hi, guys, I'm Lauren. What's going on? What's your name? Like, be the happiest version. And, like, people are not going to not like you if you do that. Like, what's the worst thing you're going to do? Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen if you do that? If you're, like, a confident bitch, literally nothing. They'll, if anything, they'll just be jealous. And they'll be like, oh, who's that bitch? Like, but who cares? Who gives a shit? So just walk into every room, like, you fucking own it. Like, you're like, hey, guys. So, like, you'll meet people. And people will be attracted to that energy. And you'll be a magnetic bitch. 
So the next question that someone said, it's not really to do with uni, but like I'm going to relate it to uni. Someone's like, oh, where do you want to travel once Corona's like, you know, relaxed itself? Um, so the good thing also about uni is that most unis have an exchange program where um, if you like maintain an average like score, like average um, school, I don't know, marks, during like first two years or like first year of being in uni, um, they will set you up with a sister uni or like another uni in a, whatever country you want, and you can go study there for a semester or a year. So that's what I plan to do. I've already applied, and because of Corona, I was supposed to literally go this month, but I was going to England for a whole year. Someone who doesn't like change, I'm changing a whole fucking lot. I'm going to a different fucking different country. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, but, yeah, I was supposed to go there. But, obviously, I can't. So, I don't know when I'm going, to be honest. But, um, I, that's where my plans are. So, that's the cool thing about uni. And they also give you, like, um, what's it called? Not, I was going to be like, they give you money. <laughs> but, they, they give you, like a like, a grant or something. And, like... So if you're, like, poor, you can still go overseas and, like, live a decent, you know, experience when you're in, on exchange. So I was really excited for that. That decision was also a fucking impulse. But, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know if I've said this or not. This, like, these whole podcasts are me, like, like, have I said this or have I not said this? But anyway, I hate change. I'm a person who likes routine. As I said before, I like routine. I also hate routine. I also love change and I hate change. I hate change, but then I tend to put myself in situations where there's a massive change. Moving to a new country for a year is an example of that. Wow, great one. Usually my big changes to are like impulse decisions, which is very unlike me. So fucking Lord knows how that year's going to go down, but I'm really excited to go, to be honest. I'm Really excited to live in England and experience the culture of England and, like, travel around Europe and stuff, if I fucking can. At this point, I think I have to go in, like, 2022 if, if everything's fucking back to normal by that point. Oh, my God, I'm so sick of corona and COVID and everything. Guys, wear a fucking mask. Wear a mask, get tested, stay inside, and this could all be over. Like, especially Americans. <clears throat> Guys. We're all in this together. If you want life to go back to somewhat normal, which clearly you do because you're not listening to the mask rules um, or, you know, or the spatial awareness rules, then wear a fucking mask, stay inside, stop gathering in massive groups, and then maybe, maybe life can return back to normal. Just a little suggestion from me to you, okay? Now, instead of this turning into me ranting about COVID, um... And just being an angry bitch and grouchy ho. Um, another question was, how do you start making adult choices in college? Or how do you make adult choices? Look, I have been moved out of home for about three years now. We're coming, like, within the next week, I have, it's going to be my third year anniversary of being moved out. And I still have no idea how to make adult choices. Um... <laughs> I don't think you ever do. That is my little advice for you. I don't think anyone really understands what an adult choice is. And I don't think you really get it until, like, someone asks you how you do it. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I don't know. Like, 
have I been doing adult choices this whole time? I think you, or for my situation and for all my friends' situations, you kind of get put in those positions. Like you get put in the positions to, you know, you have to rent a house. You get put into that position because otherwise you are homeless. Um, then I've got adult like grocery shopping or, you know, paying bills because if you don't, you'll also be homeless or have no power or have no food. So you kind of just get forced into the decisions whether you think you're ready for it or not. Um, but other like adult decisions like, I don't know, like sex and boys and stuff, you also kind of just get put into that position. I was not ready to have a boyfriend and I got pushed into that position where I had to like make adult choices. I had to be in an adult relationship, which I hated, which I also broke off. <laughs> so if that makes you feel any better about adult decisions, there you go. Um, yeah, so you just like really just get pushed into these quote marks adult choices and quote marks. Um, and sometimes they can lead you to something great and sometimes they can lead to a dead end. As I've said in multi multiple times, everything happens for a reason. I have moved probably about five times within the last, like, two, three years. So, you know, and each time has taught me a different lesson. So, you make choices and you deal with the consequences. They always lead to something good. They always lead to you to where you are now. Like, I had really shitty roommates I've had multiple shitty roommates you learn lessons from shitty roommates you especially males they're very messy and I don't think they ever grow out of that phase if I'm going to be honest with you but especially at you know 18 to like 20 something they're fucking messy messy boys or you can get the really nice boys who are like brothers they're like literal brothers to you like in my first year I had a roommate guy and he was like literally like a brother to me and he was the sweetest he was actually really clean too like he was a really sweet guy so you, you sometimes you'll get lucky and you have the coolest roommates and sometimes you get really messy roommates the only really issue with roommates is that they can be messy and maybe don't pay bills on time or something I don't know but hopefully you get stuck with some good roommates I also had a really lovely roommate um, not gonna say a name, but she was the literal sweetest human I've ever met in my life, like the sweetest human. And she was also like a sister. So you get good roommates, you get shitty roommates. It's all a part of the uni life experience, all a part of making adult choices. <laughs> Fuck, I really should have like named the podcast Adult Choices. <laughs> That'd be fucking funny. Um, but yeah, so Coolio, Coolio Inglacius. Mm. I got that from Gavin and Stacey. Do you guys watch Gavin and Stacey? I fucking went through a phase um, a few years ago where I literally watched Gavin and Stacey uh, probably about 18 times in one year. If you don't know what Gavin and Stacey is, it's a British TV show. I think it's actually really popular in England and, well, it's also Welsh. So it has James Corden in it. It's really funny. It's awesome. I'm going to try to do, like, a long episode today because I haven't done a long episode yet. Like, some people I know do, like, well, no, I don't know them personally, but their podcasts are, like, over an hour long. I'm like, and I know I've talked about this again before, but, like, how the fuck do they talk for so long? But 
let's try it. Let's aim for an hour. Who's down for an hour? Let me know if you're down for, if you guys like like my only 30 minute, like, oh, usually 40, 40 minute, like long podcast. Or if you like want me to talk for an hour, because I can do either way. I can talk for an hour. Don't bother me. Now, the hardest thing for me with moving out in uni was not uni itself. It was more the expenses of everything. Now, I've touched on this before in past podcasts, but I did not grow up exactly rich. Um, I grew up lower middle class. So I've always been taught to save money and work for your money. And like, I've just grown up knowing that money is, I hate to say, but money is like everything. Now, I don't believe that personally now as an adult, like as a functioning human, who makes money? Um, I don't believe that money is everything. As anything, I don't really give a shit about money, but I do like to save it and I do like to have money. If I don't have money on me or in my bank account, I do start to get anxiety. But that's really just a result of how I grew up. And so the expenses of uni and what came with uni, like. I have hex fees, which I'm pretty sure everyone has hex fees. If you don't know what hex fee is, it's kind of um, you don't start paying off your uni degree until you make a certain amount of money from your job. So you really, and even then, you don't really notice how much money you're giving the uni. I, like, I don't know. From what I've heard, it's like every paycheck you don't notice the hex coming out. So you kind of just like slyly, slowly start paying off uni when you start making a certain amount of money. So I have hex debt. So it's not the cost of uni itself. It's more of living, especially in um, uni accommodation the first year. That was fucking expensive. The rent was actually like, I kid you not, almost $600 a fortnight, which is fucking ridiculous. Like, don't get me wrong. You get, you don't have to pay bills and Yep, that's about it. <laughs> you don't have to pay bills and it's on the campus. Well, my one was anyway, but it's so, it's still so ridiculously expensive and it's bullshit. Like, honestly, I don't understand why unis like make uni students who are young and they also have casual jobs. They have jobs that pay minimum wage and usually don't have, you know, really rich families who pay for their uni accommodation. I don't know why they make them pay so much money. Like, and they don't budge either. You can't even negotiate with them for, like, lower prices. They literally are, like, ruthless. It's just so expensive. So that first year really did a fucking dent. Um, my parents don't help me with my expenses for uni either because as I said they're not you know they're not able to they have their own shit to pay for which I get and I don't blame them at all I'm an adult um so I think the hardest part was trying to find a balance between um spending money socially and you know having rent money and bill money and like just being responsible with your money because before then when you're in like high school and stuff and you're living with your parents like you kind of especially if you have a casual job you kind of don't really give a shit what you're spending your money on I was smart enough to save some of my money when I was like you know working casually in high school but even then like it's you don't really give a shit like you you will go out to brunch and spend like $25 on a meal but like now that's literally so expensive to me and so unnecessary because you just learn how to balance your money 
And, you know, don't get me wrong, sometimes I'm really bad with my money, especially if I go out and I'm drinking and I'm not really thinking when I'm tapping that card, I'm not thinking, oh, that's only $10 a drink. Like that's, in the end, it really like adds up and it can be a couple, like, you know, a hundred bucks a night and they're like, oh, fuck, now I don't have rent. Like, it's very hard, very hard indeed. But that and how, like a lot of uni kids I have encountered not all of them, but like some people I've encountered, they come from wealthy families and their families help them pay a lot. So they don't, they either don't have jobs or they like don't pay like for like their rent or something. Their parents pay for it or they pay for their groceries or something. Um, coming from a family where that you have to kind of work for what you want and there's not much help from your parents or anything. Um, in the beginning, that kind of made me a bit, um, mad, not mad, but like kind of in a way, jealous in a way, or kind of just like, oh, like that's kind of shit. I never had that. But as I've, you know, grown up a bit more since like the first year of uni, you kind of also get used to people being like that. And it kind it comes with a pride of working your, and getting your own money, like, and working for yourself and not being you know, dependent on your parents. Like, I hate when my... I actually hate when anyone pays for anything for me. I hate it. I feel like I'm in debt to them. And I would hate to, like, still be, you know, 20 years old and dependent on my parents. But sometimes some people, you know, they've been dependent on their parents their whole life. They're not really sure how to not be dependent on their parents. And sometimes people have to be dependent on their parents. Kind of just, like, have to see all types of views which I think I'm really good at. I'm very good at seeing everyone's perspective. And I would suggest people who are listening to this, like be a bit more open to people's experiences and stop being like mad or angry at the world, if that makes sense. Because what's anger going to get you? What does anger and pettiness and being upset get you in the end? Nothing. It results in nothing. It, it usually just results in you feeling idiotic or feeling mad or feeling I don't know angry with no outcome so you may as well just be happy go with the flow see like see those people and you're like yeah oh, that's all right that's their life they're living their life I'm living my life it's just different experiences no one's better off no one's better than me oh, pfft, well, no that's not what I meant um no one's better than anyone so you're just living your life how you're supposed to be living your life but yeah, I would probably say that is about the hardest part of moving out and uni life was the expenses. I knew it was going to be expensive, but I was not aware of how expensive it was going to be. Um, hence why I'm living at home right now because I don't have a job and I can't live at, in my uni town with all my friends because I can only afford my rent and I can't afford, you know, groceries or petrol or like, you know, going out all the time because when also when you're in a uni town you have to when no, when you're in a uni town but when you move out you have to balance social life right so usually when you social life it means you know drinking drinks are expensive or going out for dinners dinners are expensive so I really can't afford that right now so it's kind of like that's the hardest part I think about uni and moving out is expenses so I guess just be mindful of that when you are thinking about moving out. Um, yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. I think that I've also learned from uni is that you will meet people from all types of walks from life, um, whether that's religion, whether that's um, ethnicities, whether that's backgrounds, um, personality types. You will literally meet every type of person. And coming from, uh, you know, I don't live in a small town, but like coming from a town where everyone knows everyone, that can be kind of a shock. And because it's a shock, I think the thing that you have to learn and what I've learned is that you start to respect others and their opinions and their thoughts and why they think that way and like other people's perspective on life because you're not going to meet people who are exactly like you. Like as you get older, you just realise that everyone's different, everyone has different opinions and thoughts and you just kind of learn how to deal with that respectfully and you like you just learn like you can't change people's opinions and just because their opinions are not the same as yours or just because they are a different type of person than you doesn't mean that they're not good people but if they're literally like the shittiest person and they're just like cunts then yeah they are shitty people (laughs) but Maybe just don't hang out with them. That's also about a good thing about moving out and like uni and stuff is that you don't actually, if you don't like someone, you don't have to see them. Like in high school and stuff or in your like hometown, if you don't like someone, you will most likely bump into them or you'll feel obligated to hang out with them because your high school friends hang out with them or you see them every day at school or you see them everywhere you go in your hometown. But in uni and like moving out, you don't, if you don't want to see that person, you don't have to see that person. If you don't want to be friends with them, you don't have to be. It's so easy and it's actually like so much more freedom and stuff. It's like, it's a great. You know how in the beginning of the podcast, I was like, oh, I'll do a topic of the week and it will flow. And, but I probably won't because I'll probably tangent. Well, here I am tangenting. Um, <laughs> when I first moved out, I, for the first year, like the first year, because the first year was so good and I was like young and I was having so much fun and I was meeting so many more people, I was like never homesick. I moved out because, you know, I hated my home. Like I didn't, I didn't have a respect for my hometown. I was sick of my hometown. I hated living here. I hated seeing the same people I've been seeing for the last seven, 14 years. So I loved living in this new town where no one knew me or I had all these friends that weren't connected to my hometown, so I literally never got homesick. I, like, I never did. So the first year was great. That's also why I think of my first year being the best year. But then in the second year, I don't know if it was because of COVID or like my mental health, but I just wanted to be home all the time. <laughs> like I hated living out of my hometown last year if that makes sense I like hated it I just wanted to be at my hometown I don't know why either it's not like I got homesick or anything it's not like I miss my family or anything it's just like I liked I think I realized that like because I was very confused as to why I missed home like miss being at home all the time and I think it's mainly because I as I said before I don't like change and moving down there was a big sudden change and I think I didn't like the fact that it was like and I loved that change for the first year and I didn't I think I didn't like the fact that it changed so much in the second year purely because of COVID I think I just didn't like the fact that I was kind of stuck down there and I couldn't do anything it's not like I could do anything that I had done in my first year 
So I hated that. So I just was like, I need to go back home because, like, that's what I know. Like, I'm used to it. I know it. I'm happy with it. I'm familiar with it. And there's not massive changes, if that makes sense. So I think I realised. And that was a pretty shitty thing about uni as well and moving out. But I'm, I have all my friends are still down in the uni town that I live in and they keep going like Lauren when are you coming back and I'm starting to get the feeling that I want to go back again it's just more of a matter of like money now it's like I don't have the money to live down there but I really want to be with all my friends I also keep accidentally saying where I live like I think I've said it maybe about 10 times this is the whole episode and I keep going fuck 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 I'm like I almost keep saying the name of the town where I live and like thank god this is not live because <laughs> Some creeps would be down there in a second. So, yes. But going back onto the whole change thing, um, I know that a lot of people feel that way, actually, and especially with mental health. Not exactly with the whole COVID thing, but they don't like moving away from change. Like, they don't like change. Like, one of my past roommates that I've had, he hated change. Like, I mean, I'd never talk to him about it, but you could just tell he wasn't really good with the whole massive change. He didn't make any friends. He always went back to his hometown. Like, he hated it. Like, he was got into such a depressive state when he was living in that uni town because it was just so far away from everything he's ever known. Um, so, like, I know that happens to a lot of people and I know that it can affect people really bad with, like, their mental health, especially if they have really shitty mental health in the first place. Um, I shouldn't say shitty mental health. No mental health is shitty, but you know what I mean. Like, he didn't have the best mental health in the first place, so just moving there made him, like, more further away from everything that he knew and loved. Um but yeah, so I know that it can be really hard for people to move out, especially if you're really close with your family and you're close with friends from home. It can be really hard or you just don't have that natural confidence to meet new people. I wouldn't say I naturally have confidence. I Well, especially I did not have natural confidence to meet people when I moved down for the first time. But I think, I don't know what it was. It's kind of like I just snapped into something and I was like bam, okay, I have confidence, and I just, like, started meeting everyone, and I, like, to this day, I still don't know where that person, who that person was, I was like, who, how did I get from not wanting to meet anyone, not to, like, having social anxiety, to just being this loud, confident person, all of a sudden, meeting everyone and anyone, like, it was so weird, but I know that most people are not like that, especially if you have anxiety, or social anxiety, or not the best confidence, which I'm going to talk about next week. I'm going to talk about confidence next week, I promise. Because i got lots to say on it. Just maybe not an hour long worth of confidence talk. Because I feel like a whole hour podcast about confidence might be a bit exhausting. But I'll try my best. I'll try my best. I'll try and talk for an hour, okay? I'll get some dot points down. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I really have to say about living in uni and moving out and being an adult so I might leave it here wait 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 I forgot to talk about the best thing with uni oh my god oh you're moving out moving out it's not really to do with uni it's about moving out you get to do whatever you you want whenever you want 
I what I mean whenever you want whenever you want if you want to go out till like 4 a.m you can go out till 4 a.m if you want to eat chicken nuggets for every meal you can eat chicken nuggets for every meal but um not chicken eat vegan nuggets they taste just as good no <laughs> but you know what I mean like you can do literally whatever you want if you I'm trying not to let my brother hear this but if you want to bring home guy after guy after guy or after girl after girl whatever your sexual preference you can you can do whatever you want you don't have to sneak people in anymore you can have parties whenever you want you can leave whenever you want you can eat whatever you want you can drink whenever you want and you have no one to answer to it is literally the best um my brother can literally hear all of this but i don't care <laughs> um, yeah so you don't have to worry about that when you move out either <laughs> so like when I am in my uni town and I'm like at my share house I go out all the time like I also come home at like stupid times of the night like I will come home at like 4am sometimes I'll be with a guy sometimes I won't sometimes I walk home which you should never do actually I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna promote that do not walk home by yourself from a club now, I'm only saying I do that because I literally live down the street, but still, I shouldn't do that and I should not promote it. Every time you go out, you get an Uber home, you go home with your friends or make sure someone's walking you home that you trust, that you trust, keyword that you trust. That is also a thing that sucks because you feel like you trust people because like you're so used to trusting your friends and your stuff from your hometown and you're so used to knowing everyone and thinking that you know these people but then, and then you meet all these new people and you feel the exact same. Like, especially with moving out in uni accommodation, you feel a really, because they're all in the same boat. They don't know anyone either. So they, you all try and build this really strong connection with everyone really fast. And it is genuine to an extent, but you don't know these people 100%. Like, you know your people from home that you've known for, like, ever. So you can never fully trust just you just like okay like just don't trust anyone or everyone try and like make a good set of like a good group of friends and like trust them because like my group of friends where I had especially in the first year like I know that they would have protected me with their life like they were great people and I'm glad that I had that group but I I saw so many people who were like who would like leap from group to group or have like heaps of friends and they like they would trust these people and these people didn't really give a shit about them because they were just like leapers. So try and make a set group of friends who you really trust and then you can like keep meeting people. Just do not walk home alone, especially you ladies. Don't walk home alone. Don't trust anyone, especially males when you're drunk. Like just, you know, be mindful of your surroundings and of the people in your surroundings. Try and make sure that you have a trustworthy friend with you at all times, especially if you're planning on getting absolutely sloshed. Okay? Okay. There you go. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Um, la, what was last year? No, it was in my first year. So, obviously, last year we couldn't go out because of COVID, so there was no clubs open or anything, no dance floors. How sad. I know. Dance floors were the literal best thing ever. But, obviously, they weren't open last year. So, in the first year... I was underage for half the year. Oops, naughty me, I know. But I had a fake ID. Oops, yes, naughty me, I know. But um, I actually don't know why I mentioned the fake ID. That's a whole different story. But I'll continue the story I was supposed to. 
So we were, I think it actually may have been my birthday. So maybe I didn't need the fake ID. It was, I'm pretty sure it was my 18th birthday. And we went out and I was, oh, was it my 18th? I'm not sure. But there, I was with my friend group and I lost them that night. That's another tip. Try not to lose your friends or try and keep your phone on you at all times and like on and like with reception or like try and keep in contact with, at least be around someone from your friend group. Like even if you don't want to go to a place, oh, actually that's bad advice. If you don't want to go to a place, don't go to a place, but <laughs> make sure you are safe, okay? Um, but yes, I lost my friend groups. Um, they were messaging me. I got spiked that night. Another tip, ladies, when you're at the bar, don't let, one, don't let other people buy your drinks ever. Even if you're, they're your friends, never, ever let anyone buy you a drink besides you. Or if you really trust them, like really, I mean like really trust them, like they're your best friend um, or your boyfriend um, or girlfriend. Because um, I had a friend who got spiked and she claims that they like were good friends, but he still spiked her. So don't trust, that's another, just don't trust people, okay? People are shit. <laughs> People are bullshit. All their lies. Lies are bullshit. Anyway, back onto my story. So I was spiked that night. And I was messy, obviously, and I was not able to answer my text. So my friends were Snapchatting me, and obviously I was just not in the right place to answer. I was also alone. The Seki... Sekis are also ruthless. Some Seki... Like, some... When I say Seki, security guard, if you don't know what that is. But... Some security guards are really nice and really caring. You can get really good ones. And other times you can get really shit cunts. They are actual assholes. The one I got was an asshole. Um, he saw me trip. Like, I didn't even trip. I was, like, stumbled when I walked past him and he kicked me out. He, it was obvious to see if you were in plain sight of me, it was obvious to see that I was absolutely fucked. Um... And probably spiked. But he still kicked me out by myself. I was by myself. So I also have no recollection of how I got home that night. And I don't... I can't explain to you how lucky I am. I'm pretty sure I, my friend found me. But, like, you just have to be really careful, guys. Like, it's really scary and so easily... Like, it's so easy to get spiked. And it's so easy to be in that predicament that I am and like not it not end well like I'm actually really lucky that it ended well and I'm still here and I'm talking to you about it so guys be safe please be safe that is another really shitty thing about moving out like you're obviously not with your family so you can't get your mum or dad or brothers to like pick you up um so you have to like kind of find your own way home and that can be really scary, especially if you are alone, if you're with someone you don't trust, if you're scared, if you're really drunk, it's really scary. Okay, so I think that's where I'm going to end today's podcast <laughs> on a real light note or on a real happy note. That's where I'm going to end it because I kind of run out of things to say. But next week, I'll talk about confidence and talk about how to get confidence and how to maintain confidence and how to feel confident and feel all up in your feels and feel all up yourself, bitch. Because we're all hot bitches, okay? We're all hot bitches. But I'll talk about that next week. So if you want to stay tuned for that next week, stay tuned for that next week. And thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you.